0: The Versecast is brought to you by Engine. Create your free Gaming community website at enjin.com. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Versecast, the Star Citizen Podcast. I'm John Abraham. I'm Jimmy Croker.
1: And I am Gleep. This is the Versecast, episode number 28. Today is May 4th, 29.45, Standard Earth Time. May the 4th be with you guys. Mm, may the force be with you too. <laughs> How many times did you get that today?
0: Man, I <laughs> yeah, I think I whistled allowed.
1: that like throughout
0: the entire day.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like I wasn't even in the office 5 minutes and one of the guys I work with just said, "Hey, I sent out a Hi, hey, it's May 4th." <laughs> I had uh, one of the guys at work uh, wish
2: somebody a happy May the May the 4th and I walked over and was like, "This little one's not worth the effort. Let me get you something." <laughs> what I love to do is when I'm at the dinner
0: table with my family, I like to when I can't reach something like the salt. I just hold my hand out and whistle that tune, and then somebody <laughs> hears me and hands me the
2: salt. <laughs> nice.
1: <laughs> oh boy, that's uh, it's 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 fun being a nerd. Sometimes. Yeah, that's well, it's it's
2: uh, very it's it's very popular and cool to be a nerd now. It is.
1: Hey, I I, I had to do nerd when it wasn't cool, man. Uh huh. Me too yeah 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 but you know what speaking of cool ronald Jenkins, thank you sir for letting us use your songs um i'm still using synergetics because it's been a heck of a week and i haven't had a chance to uh trim out a new piece to put at the beginning and the end of our show so um but it is still off of alphanumeric and it is still really good and check it out at www.ronaldjenkies.com he's got a lot of cool stuff out there um so go take a look buy something Speaking of cool, um, I have not gone yet, but I understand that the two of you have seen the Age of Ultron. Is that correct? Yes. It is. Absolutely. And without spoilers, because my tickets are next Saturday at 7 p.m., um, what do you think? I the, thought it uh, was awesome.
2: The, uh, the ship hits an iceberg and sinks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Damn it.
2: um okay here's i I will here's a spoiler free observation marvel seems to be really really good at humanizing its heroes Mm -hmm. would you agree john yeah it's they they and this is something that i don't think dc's quite gotten a handle on yet um they just they they you really you relate to the the characters in the marvel cinematic universe um you know, you feel like you're along for the ride. And like with DC, like with Superman, I thought that they casted right for Superman. I thought the costume looked good. There's a lot of um, empathy or a lot of pain or, or, or you know, he's not really sure of himself. You can read that in his face, but you can't really relate to him. And it, I think that to some extent, even though I loved the last Batman trilogy, the same thing is true with that that franchise as well so i I would be curious as to see if dc is able to do what marvel has done in in making it a little bit of fun too Hmm. i don't understand why dc only does batman it's the only thing that works they've been trying to get everything else off the ground why do people love batman so much
1: well he's the dark knight
2: yeah Batman is
0: lame, okay? He has no powers.
2: Oh, oh God. He's, all right, He's
0: just uh, a rich dude. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, you know what, you know what I will say this though? Um, I think Daredevil does a better job at what Batman should be than what DC does with Batman. Whoa. That, oh. Uh...
1: That was circuitous.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy the Dark
0: Knight movies, but I think Batman as a whole, I, I, I enjoy that character more when it's Adam West. And oh. I, I know people...
2: Batman 66.
0: Yep, yep, yep. But yeah, Age of Ultron was awesome. Uh, there was a character in there that I completely forgot was going to be in the movie. And when he popped out um, it was super impressive and really surprising to me because I forgot
2: who's going to be there. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about, too. Yeah. Jar Jar Binks.
1: Oh, uh-huh. God.
2: Lisa <laughs> like the Iron Man. No. Please
1: never again. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Um I'm going to uh I'm going to go see it in the IMAX 3D and get a little queasy and uh, and maybe uh spit some popcorn all over myself.
2: <laughs> it's and it's there... a lot it's a lot of fun. I mean, just like, like Marvel doesn't seem to be able to do any wrong and and they're obviously continuing on that trend.
1: Cool. Cool. I well, I haven't heard anything from anybody that said that it was not just really good. I mean, not even a meh. So, that's yeah, got to be a good thing. And that Ant-Man trailer, like it's kind
0: of like the most ridiculous thing ever, it's just the idea of Ant-Man, but I'm mm-hmm. really
1: excited for it. It looks awesome. I,
2: I was really skeptical about Ant-Man until I saw that second
1: trailer. That yeah. That trailer sold me on the movie. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, gentlemen, this is the second week of our split format show... Plan, if you will. Um, I think, uh, you know, for some folks, it's, it's been kind of confusing. I think, you know, um, uh, like for instance, I, I don't think, uh, some of the folks at CIG have, have really kind of caught up with what we're doing yet. Um, but we'll talk about that a little bit more later.
2: We're so far ahead of the curve. They're just, they're just playing catch up.
1: I, I know, I know. And it's when you're, when you're a crowdfunded startup, it's not always easy. You know, things get dropped, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, so you got to expect that to happen. But, since we recorded last time, we've had some cool stuff from CIG. And so, um, and one of the things that we did last week is we talked about having folks from the community, uh, watch 10 for the artists along with us. And if they found anything they thought was interesting, uh, to send us an email at comms at versecast.com or dot org, dot org, dot org. And because we're an org, that's what we are. We're an organization dot org. Oh, and sorry, speaking of versecast.com.
0: Yes. I I tried to find out how much the owner of versecast.com wanted for that domain, and it was ridiculous. But it's owned by, like, a a Christian group, and I assume it has to do with verse and cast together. Like, I googled versecast, and, like, the first page is just all us, our stuff. But then after that, it's verse colon cast your cares upon him or whatever that verse is and Mm. for some reason somebody owns that domain and they're gonna use it
1: for like a bible podcast or something i don't know but well uh, when we talked earlier this week it it sounded like they would be willing to trade it for a hull e (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah So you know, maybe maybe, uh, maybe if somebody wants to uh, to get, I you know, dot org works fine for me. That's what we are. We're an org. No, We're yeah. an org. I mean, yeah. it's just funny though because like we
0: we came up with the with the name Versecast and we looked everywhere to see if it was taken anywhere and like on all the social networks and on RSI it was open and mm-hmm. then we went to get the domain and it was taken.
1: <laughs>
2: looked, you should have looked on Christian Mingle. Christian Mingle.
1: <laughs> uh, oh well. So anyway, um, nobody replied. Aw, but that's but that's okay because I watched it and it really wasn't a whole lot there. <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I I feel the same way. I watched it. I had my 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 pen and paper to scribe notes, and I was just by the time it was over, I was like, eh. I mean, it was cool, but.
1: Man. Well I, there was one thing that I thought was kind of interesting and they talked about this a little bit before in previous um shows not ten for the Artist, but in other uh interviews with the design folks and that was um about influences uh, behind the designs of ships and and what they um, where they get their ideas for how the ships look and stuff like that and so um I uh, in in I think it was at the Vanguard concept sale prior to that, they talked about that they, um, went, uh, based the Vanguard heavily or to a significant uh, extent off of the P 38 lightning, um, uh, fighter plane from world war two. And so because I got a Vanguard and I'm, I'm all excited about that, um, I did a little bit of research and found uh, some cool stuff on the History Channel or on YouTube from the History Channel about the uh, the origins of the plane and the design of the plane, and it's um, uh, and in IL two I I fly a P thirty eight Lightning, so I thought that that was kind of interesting, but other than that, not so much.
0: Yeah,
1: I would agree. Yeah. Okay, so we will uh, we will uh, bid ten for the artist adieu and. Uh, See but them, uh, we will be watching 10 for the Producers. Uh, what, we got something different this week, didn't we?
2: No, it's, um, uh, it's Travis, uh, and it's basically 10 for the Producer, and it's all focused on first-person shooter. So, should be some interesting stuff to chat about next week.
1: Yes, 10 for an FPS producer. So so there you go. So if you have any questions uh, that you would like for us to focus on, actually, if you have any questions you want Jonto to focus on because he is the FPS Master, uh, send them to comms at versecast.org and we will be sure to feature them on the show. All right.
0: Somebody, please email
1: us. (laughs) Why? Okay. I don't
0: understand why nobody sends emails.
1: Oh, it's 2015, John. They're so they're so passe. Are are we done with email? People <laughs> barely tweet anymore. I mean, we, we should have we should have people like um, Vine us or something. What are the kids <laughs> What are the kids Teles- doing now? Telescope us. Oh, oh man.
2: Which makes no sense because Telescope is a live streaming service. But still, Telescope us your questions.
1: Yes. Or Periscope us.
2: Is it Periscope?
1: I, I think, think so. I think it is periscope. Wow.
2: I'm I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and get my walker and my dentures
1: and hobble away from this podcast now.
2: Oh, Here kids with about- your telescopes.
1: That was worth the price of admission right there. <laughs> All right. Well, it's it's been a hull of a week, guys. It has oh, been a hull of a man. week. So what you did there. Yeah, so um uh, what have uh, your favorite hull puns been because there have been a lot of them. Well,
2: I was going to discuss this a little bit more in community but uh the usual suspects around Twitter had quite the plethora of uh of uh hull puns floating around. Uh holy moly was one that was floating around. <laughs> uh, oh man, people we're talking about uh Chris Roberts' uh, hullet, which is uh all freight in the back and all business in the front. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, <laughs> i love a good pun yeah i love a, I I love love a good it. pun
2: real hard Umaroth yeah. had some
1: pretty bad ones <laughs> yes yes he did yes so you well, guys we're... know
2: uh you guys know colby smolders right that's uh she's in avengers and she was in um uh how i met your mother hmm i know yeah she's not... the she's uh was the actress the uh i forget what character she played but she was a scarlet the brunette. witch no, 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 no. She played oh. the brunette in How I Met Your Mother. She um is part of Shield. She was in Age of Ultron. Yeah, yeah. She's the um she's the girl that uh or the woman that is part of Shield. I don't remember. She was kind of popping in and out. She was there with them in the beginning. She was there with the in the big reveal at the end. No. She's an agent of Shield. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I got in, it. In, in any case, <laughs> um. <laughs> I I had made mention on the twitters about uh, I had heard a rumor that Hulby Smolders was doing VO on squadron 42 Ooh really Hulby Smolders Hulby oh god I'm just going I said I'm I'm calling it a day <laughs> Wait what's the pun Hulby, it... Hulby, Colby, Hulby, Colby, 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 Colby okay, Smolders. I, got it. See, Holby I forgot it. I forgot.
0: Listen, I forgot the name between the time that you were explaining who she was.
2: Oh, God, it was a long way to go for that joke. <laughs> oh <Holy> cow. <laughs> you know, you somebody know
1: appreciated it. I'm it's...
2: sure somebody somewhere appreciated <laughs> that joke.
1: But, Jimmy, it's two hours later there where he is that it is here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm already <laughs> delirious. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but but right. Leap didn't get it either, so. No, <laughs> no, I didn't, but that's just me. All right. Well, guys, we had better get going because otherwise we're going to be here all night. We have two yeah. shows to do. <laughs> yes, that's right. Let's speed it up. All right. Yeah. So... So uh, CIG did a really cool job this week of doing every day a piece on each individual hull that was on sale over the course of the week for the concept sale. And so uh, the first up was the Hull A, uh, where they they did a little little, uh, uh, flavor text and then some Q&A. And uh, in the flavor text, uh, Captain Ike uh, talks about flying... Um, short runs ground to star side, star side back to ground, uh, to pick up crates off of bulk freighters over and over, which sounds so much better than the cargo mechanic in other games. You know, it's like, I, it, I think they've done a really good job of, of making this, um, um, sound really like a, a fun way to be involved in the merchant trade. Um, not so much just, Uh, this is the only thing that's available to you. So, you know, here's where you grind for six months before you can get anything cool. It's like, no, you can do something cool now.
2: Yeah, do quick short runs, uh, burst runs, if you will, I guess, and and make some quick cash, I'm guessing.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, in the Q and A portion of that post, uh, Valens I'm going to call that. Sure. Uh, at, yeah, <laughs> he asked, "Will the hulls be flying in Arena Commander before uh, the CCUs go away forever?" So I, I guess at some point the cross chassis upgrades are going to be are going to disappear. Um, so I guess that would be before the PU goes live for real. So um, uh, anyway, what they said is yeah, and that the uh, CCU process is going to apply to the hull-A once it's available in engine. So that's a couple of cool things there. First off, you're going to be able to upgrade um, should you choose. You're going to be able to fly the ship uh, first, try it out, and then upgrade it if you decide, hey, this is not something that um, um, I'm as excited about. I need something a little bit bigger. Um, And then two, it also tells me that we are going to have some activity in Arena Commander uh involving these cargo carriers and so um like uh, i've heard people talk about cargo olympics before have you guys heard of that mm-hmm. yeah and I, I don't know what that's going to be but i just you know i i'm looking forward to, to to playing that just because i think it'll be something different and and um you know uh good training for uh when we go live i had uh i'd read the um I'd read the lore document on that. It was a while
2: ago, though, so I'm a little fuzzy on on the details. But they were talking about things like, you know, how quickly you can load a freighter, how quickly you can get from point A to point B in, in the overall Cargo Olympics. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were talking to, I believe it was Calix this week, um, about if the Cargo Olympics was a real thing. And he had said, uh, it, just basically in passing it, yeah, that they were kind of, they were using it to test some systems uh, and that they were actually going to be implementing it into the game. It's obviously not a priority. It's more of a kind of side thing that they're um, having fun with and using as a test mechanic. But yes, the cargo Olympics are going to be a thing in game um, at some point when, uh you know, when the PU is active.
1: Now, when the PU is active or in Arena Commander ahead of time?
2: I don't know. You know how reverse the verse is. It can be a little vague. Um, So they weren't really very specific about it. It was more of kind of like a, oh, yeah, by the way, type of thing. Um, Cargo Olympics is is a thing, and it is something that we're playing
1: with. Okay. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, Walbau asked, will hull A or B pilots be allowed to ferry goods from orbit to surface or will it be automated using AI drones or NPCs? And what CIG said is that players will be able to perform these types of missions um, and that their thought is that this is going to be a good first step for uh, uh, people um, to get used to uh, the, the PU, for new players to kind of get uh, acquainted. It's going to be a, um, um, a, I guess, I don't know if it's low skill is the way, but it's going to be a, a task that you're, you can learn first before you, ha- you go venture out further. Um, but however, it's, and I think we discussed this last week, it's not going to be required because if you have a, a much larger ship, a CD or an E, then, uh, you're going to need NPCs to load or unload it because otherwise, if you're doing it, you know, uh, crate by crate yourself, you know, that, that's all you'll ever do. (laughs) Yeah.
2: What did you do tonight? I spent 16 hours unloading my whole day.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And th- and then I loaded it. Then tomorrow I'm going to load it back up again. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and then uh the thing that I I kind of I have been confused about was the uh and I know John you talked about it last week was the freight to standard cargo unit conversion and I I remember you had pointed out on the I think it was on the cargo interaction webpage they had a little blurb down at the bottom of the page that gave the ratio and I thought it was four to one, but then that went away. And instead they issued something in the next post uh, for the hull B. So there's like a table now where it talks about um, all of the, uh, the different um, uh, ships and how how much they will actually carry and what, what the, the cubic meters to standard cargo unit conversion looks like
0: yeah they they posted that, but um that note was actually on the whole series page oh okay, um, and it's still there
1: oh it is okay uh, yeah, I and it that. says
0: cut uh divide the capacity by four um and i that's not I don't think it's very accurate because no. um after they posted the the new thing, those numbers like are just all over the place. it's not just a cut by four. No. Um so I think they're they just have to go through now and after they've finalized all the dimensions for each ship they will give us a, a number and I don't think
2: it's as cut and dried as just dividing it by a number. Yeah, they've been uh and that's I, I know they're in the process of physically measuring out uh all of the ships and all the ships cargo capacity to try and get real world numbers. It's incredibly confusing and I I don't I don't think anybody's got a definitive answer on it yet. And some of the stats on the ship page have been updated. Some of the stats on the ship page have not been updated. Um, I had a little bit of a of a cargo meltdown myself as a Constellation carrier uh, or Constellation uh, owner, but we'll talk about that in the next episode. Um, so there's definitely a lot of conf- confusion going around about um, cargo space in general. Yeah,
0: I was kind of... Conf- I, I was surprised that they put that note there because it doesn't... Mm-hmm. It just, like... That can't be true. You just yeah, divide yeah. all of them by four, and then they come out with that list later, like just a few days later, that kind of completely contradicts that.
1: Mm-hmm. I think that this, if we're to believe this, uh, the list that is in the Hull B Daily Post, then um, I think that it's it's kind of cool that the that the Hull A is going to have. Um, roughly twice the capacity of your biggest Aurora, which, and which I think is actually four size, four times the capacity of most Auroras. Um, uh, I don't, for some reason the CL holds more than, than the other types, but, um, and then almost as much as a, as a MISC freelancer. So, you know, like over almost 93% of the capacity of a MISC freelancer, which, you know, for a $60 ship is not bad, you know? I mean If, you know cuz i mean i know a lot of people have i think bought who bought the freelancer pledge for the freelancer way back looked at it as like hey i'm going to use this to run cargo i'm going to run cargo and you know the commercial for the freelancer um you know shows the guy um running cargo that's kind of his uh you know what he does um so i think um i think it's it's a really a really cool addition to uh the economy to the game economy to have um a 60 dollar ship that will allow you to um you know carry as much as a freelancer yeah. yeah and i think people are
0: worried about those ships like the freelancer and the constellation taurus um they're worried about those being obsolete and right. i don't think that's a concern cuz the whole series is basically built for one purpose and that is hauling while those other ships have you know room to walk around you can you can walk around your cargo physically um
2: you can deck out those ships to do other stuff mm-hmm. um so i think it's gonna be i'm I'm gonna say it's gonna be smaller more specialized cargo um pro- possibly higher value cargo that yeah. needs more protection Right. um that the, that's where those ships are going to come into play and they they've said as much with the freelancer in the past where they've said you know the for all you know and this is before the hull hull series came out and i forget in what context it was but they were basically saying you know for all you know the the freelancer could be the the stealth cargo vessel you know it could mm-hmm. it could move things because it's got a smaller uh profile it could move things quieter for lack of a better word around the verse a lot easier than you know your hull series or your starfarer uh can so i think what you'll end up seeing is you'll see higher value um lower quantity cargo being moved by those ships yeah and for all we know those ships will get
0: some kind of module that lets you have like secret compartments or something so that you can smuggle um, and that can't happen with a whole series ship because all of your cargo is in that one area on the spine well and where... i'd
2: be I'd be curious as to how they what their plans are for the hull c discrete. They were saying um and we're we're touching on a lot of reverse diverse stuff, but I guess it's relevant to the hull series, but they had talked briefly about the fact that the uh hull c discrete. Was only going to be available in game. You basically you were going to be able to get a stock hull C and then modify it in game and turn it into a hull C discrete. Mm -hmm. But I'd be be curious as to how a hull C at that size um, can be converted into a smuggling vessel. I'm I'm wondering if it's um, spoofing signatures and things like that. Um, You know they may also have uh, smuggling specific cargo crates that you know you can put you know across any ship um that might be uh better shielded uh or better scan resistant if you will on the sea discreet i don't know be curious to see though i wonder if yep. they'll have like drug sniffing
0: dogs <laughs> but for the whole series they'll have to like eva
2: so they'll have to have dog space suits Ooh, do they ha- will they have they have little bubbles on their heads like uh yeah. like the russian dog Dogmonauts? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Well, I, and how cool, again, you know, uh, jumping ahead sort of to the our our org hanger, uh, that uh, Mr. Turd dropped an A on our org hanger.
2: He did straight up drop an A
1: right on our org hanger. That's right, that's right. He contributed a whole A to our org hanger, and I think it's just going to be a great way for folks that are um, new to the game, and we sort of discussed this, last week, you know, somebody who buys into the game with, um, a, like a a Mustang beta or a, a Mustang alpha. And, you know, so basically they can't really, they don't have enough capacity to level up if you will, um, very quickly. But, you know, if some, if the A is available for them to spend an evening running cargo from the surface up to orbit, from the orbit back to the surface, you know, rinse and repeat, then maybe they can make, you know, some, I don't know what the, thousands or tens of thousands of uec um over the course of an evening and you know do that maybe for a couple of days and then be able to upgrade their ship a little bit so yeah
2: absolutely it's a nice little um uh org box uh you know or or, um you know uh bread truck a little org bread truck for anyone that needs to earn some quick cash it's a great idea
1: yeah yeah and i i think it's better and i i think that it's better for um, uh, the org to supply that sort of opportunity to people that are are new and joining us, then instead of just, you know, parking your super Hornet there, if you're going on vacation for a week and then coming back and going, what happened?
2: Right. And just to touch real quick on the, um, on the smaller, uh, cargo space and the other ships being more specialized. Um, you've got to keep in mind in lore, uh, they have, we have stims, which are legal drugs uh, composed of combinations of tobacco, caffeine, and mood enhancers that I'm sure are going to be varying degrees of legality throughout the system. Mm-hmm. But then we also have Slam, we have Widow, we have Neon, and we have Color. These are all illicit drugs that have been referenced in the C.I.G. lore. So you know you're not you're not going to have a hull C or hull D or hull E packed full of slam it's just that doesn't make any sense you know you're gonna Mm -hmm. i would imagine slam is is you know or widow or neon or or whatever illicit drug is going to be a smaller package in general and it's going to be a higher payout it's also Mm going to be it's also going to be a lot harder to bring into the um uh into the more civilized systems so i think that that's kind of the stuff or at least i hope that's the kind of stuff that um that cig is planning to implement with the haulers that are not the whole series.
1: Mm. Mm. That could be. That could be. Or, you know, you could try to hide it in plain sight, you know, in a whole yeah. A. Yeah, well
2: you could bury it bury it at the very, you know, first tier of a spindle and, you know, and pack pack your whole your whole C full of legit cargo. I mean that's another way to to look at it too. But I think at the end of the day, I think the point that I'm trying to make is that stuff like the illicit drugs that are going to be in the game are not going to be mass quantity cargo.
1: Right. Right. Gotcha. So there are going to be ways to make money with cargo other than uh, having to be able to carry a whole lot of
2: it. Right. It's not necessarily always going to be, you know... I, granted, if you've got a haul fully laden hauly, you're going to make a ton of credits. But I think that there's going to be other ways for smaller car- cargo haulers to carve out a good living, moving specialty items.
0: Yeah. I yeah. think Jimmy's just trying to deter us from his
2: plan. No, Jimmy... <laughs> Jimmy's just trying to talk himself down off the ledge after looking at the changes to the constellation's uh, cargo <laughs> capacity. <laughs>
1: That's a long way to launch, man. That's yeah, a huh? long way to launch. Now, I, all I, right.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good with it, and we'll talk more about it later. But I'm, I'm good with it.
1: All right. Well, speaking of the hull B, um, did you guys know? According to this new table uh, that I am now basing pretty much everything in the universe on, uh, <laughs> as you should. Yeah, the the B the whole B can empty the cargo hold of almost one and three quarters more, a little bit more than one and three quarters Orions. Nice. Now, isn't that interesting? Now, the mm-hmm. car that's cargo different from ore. Now, and I don't understand the distinction between the two very well. Does it's, it say cargo or ore? It says it will it will hold one point seven 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 Orions cargo. Okay. Yeah, it's separate.
0: So right. the Orion has like 260 cargo units or something mm-hmm. and then the 16,000 ore um
1: and they have to be different. So Right. But does the is so but the Orion has some refining capability, right? Yes. Now, so when they refine, does the refined um material go into cargo? I th- I would assume that it goes into the ore has to go a, it
2: has to go in a storage somehow because even, even let's just say for the sake of argument, there were no hull ships. You still have to be able to divest yourself of that ore,
1: Of so so the it, ore or the cargo
2: of the ore. You know, you still have to be able to 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 uh, off ship that that stuff but, in something. Yeah, but, but we're talking about ore...
0: the two areas that these things are kept in. Mm, okay, uh, and I. I what what gleeb's question is is can refined ore occupy the same space as unrefined ore, or yes. does the refined ore have to go to the cargo bay
2: ah I see what you're saying
0: so i right.
1: I guess I don't know but how cool it would be if you know and we had talked about this when the Orion uh, first landed <laughs> um, that <laughs> we were con- we were concerned that stop it. <laughs> I know. We were concerned that uh, the the Orion would go out there, it would fill itself up, and then it would have to come home. But how cool if uh, it can constantly be processing ore, putting that processed ore, the refined ore, into the cargo area, then we have hulls coming back and forth emptying the cargo area, and so that the Orion gets to stay there as long as it has ore to harvest and process.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That And that make, it makes sense that they would do something like that. I mean, Everything that, that, everything seems to imply that CIG is really trying to make the game interdependent. You know what I mean? To, to a very heavy extent. So it, it makes sense that you're, you're going to want to tie in the whole sea to ships like the Reclaimer and two ships like the Orion. Mm hmm. Mm
0: hmm. Uh, it just doesn't, I don't understand why. If the Orion has the refining capabilities, why it would need 16,000 units
1: to hold unrefined ore when it can just refine it. Well, maybe maybe the the, the refining process requires you to take um, the mining process offline. Possibly,
0: but I, I feel like they said that one of the roles would be refining and could, if you couldn't do it at the same time then it wouldn't be an extra role it would just be something that the laser operator
2: switches to when he's done operating the laser could also be a substantial market for both refined and unrefined ore so you may they may want you to have the option of of keeping the ore unrefined but why why would you want unrefined ore i don't know <laughs> Because well, it's I guess pretty?
0: In real life, <laughs> um, they use, you know, like the chunkier diamonds for like diamond blades. But right. then they use the bigger pieces to actually cut into diamonds for rings and stuff. So, that's Maybe. a thing. <laughs> well, that's what, I'm say- that, yeah, that's
2: what I'm saying. Is that there, there might be a very specific market for unrefined ore. I have no idea, you know, what the reason would be. But, you know, there is there is a market for that in real life, so it's very possible that that's the reason why, is that they're giving you the option to allow for both, that you can sell off your unrefined ore or you can sell off refined ore. Um, and also possibly uh, you can only refine a smaller amount on board the Orion, whereas you have to take, you know, if you want to do a bulk uh, refinement, let's say, you would have to go to, uh, to an organization node. Mm-hmm. So that's possible, too. Like you may have like you have the option to, to do a small amount of, of refining, um, you know, maybe enough to clear off, let's say, 15, 20 percent of your space so you can continue to harvest. Um, but the real refinery refining may have to come from a larger, uh, a larger node in space. Maybe.
1: Yeah, could be. That makes sense um so uh for some reason after the hull a or beginning with the hull b post they stopped crediting people's uh questions so uh everyone after this point unless it's all the same guy uh, is just unnamed guy um so unnamed guy asked um are we going to be able to uh land a fully loaded hull b on planet side and cig said yep yep gonna um so the a and the B will be able to go back and forth from uh space to uh planet side um and uh you know you can make some money that way uh but i think that there's there's a difference between the a and the b they're they're a slightly different design than than the the other the three other three ships is that correct yeah Okay. Um and then I believe that the the three bigger ships will be able to land planet side as well, but they just won't be able to do so when loaded. Right. Okay. Um uh, they say here the
0: landing gear will be updated so they can land with the lower cargo slot filled. I wonder mm-hmm. what that's gonna look like because that's pretty far off the ground.
2: Yeah, I was wondering that myself. I, it almost seems to me like it would be easier just to have the ship uh when it goes to land to hover. And just unload the cargo that's at the bottom, and then
1: land and unload the rest of it. Yeah, but what if the dock workers are at lunch? Ah, yeah, union. <laughs> I I just think it'll have long legs like the Retaliator does. You know, it'll just it'll be just really long legs that uh, you know sort of keep it up high, and then maybe they'll like you know go up and down and stuff. It'll be really cool. Up and down. That usually up helps. That <laughs> does help. Yeah, <laughs> usually that's yeah. Uh, So the same guy, unnamed guy, asked uh, uh, another question. He said that the A and the B have a max crew of one, but they only have, uh, but does the uh, can you only bring one person in, or can you only have one person in the uh, cockpit? And what CIG said, no, is that you can have a, uh, what they envision is a two-set cab, whatever that means. Uh, So similar to a modern tractor trailer cab, and so there will be room for multiple people. There's not room for multiple people to bunk down at the same time, but that you will be able to carry a passenger. So that'll be kind of cool, you know, like um, uh, tandem uh, driver teams, you know, where you're, you know, sometimes husband and wife teams where they drive cross country and they just, they drive in shifts. So if you're flying your B, you know, many, 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 many uh, uh, systems away, um, you can uh, team up with a buddy and say, you know i'm gonna i'm gonna be online for uh the next four hours I'll pilot um you log off go do something else you know you climb in the in the cab uh, or in the bed and you log off and then uh you come back in four hours and relieve me and then they're able to um uh you know kind of tag team like that yeah
2: yeah they they call that a team drive um in yeah, in yeah in the trucking industry well yeah you know they it's uh yeah it's a team drive like especially when You've got to get something somewhere and you really don't have any time. You've got to get something across the country in 24 hours. You do a double team drive and basically, because I think the law is that you can only drive a max uh, of eight hours in the U.S. So you have two people and they can do 16 hours and then they stop and they switch out with two more people that can go another 16 hours. Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of what they're implying with the A and the B is that there's enough room for two people so that you can do a team drive.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm still um,
0: confused about how multiple people in your ship work. Like, can you not take off if somebody's just standing inside your ship somewhere? No, you
1: can. You, I mean, currently, I mean, we've, we've been doing it in free flight. Yeah. Um, like, loading people, like, I forget. It's a little glitchy, but yeah. yeah. Whose Cutlass we had out there. It might have been Vendos Had a, had a Cutlass out there, and there was a bunch of people in the back, and we... We glitched all over the place. It was it was beautiful.
0: So the plan for the PU is just to allow anybody that can get on
1: to stay on when you take off. Yeah. yeah. You can pick up. I mean, you know, think about it. You know, you could pick up hitchhikers. You know, that would be cool. Well, uh, okay.
0: So I, I guess I don't understand why this person asked this question if
2: we know that somebody can just like sit in the back cross-legged on the floor. Well I think it was more of a uh creature comforts in other words uh even though the ship is a, a one person pilot is there a second seat or is is there um a, a, is there a way to accommodate a second person comfortably
1: Yeah and, but and with a bed the second person can log out right and then and when they log back in they'll log back in wherever the ship is So you you could
0: possibly get on somebody's ship they could fly off let's say mm-hmm. you like you were afk you didn't know that they took off mm-hmm. um and they're going like across the galaxy and you're just stuck there until like how do you get how do you get out of that situation
2: you have to call I a taxi know.
0: the next time <laughs> they land
2: well yeah i mean the thing is you you uh you travel with somebody until you don't want to travel with them anymore and then you get off at the next port of call and um they say that they're going to have For lack of a better word, public transportation. So you'll be you'll basically either work your way back to where you are or, um, you know, take a take public transportation back to where you are. So the
0: answer or. So if you're on somebody's ship, you're stuck
2: there until they land. Uh, they they've they haven't been very specific about it, but I think that yeah that they're implying that that is that is the case because they're they were saying there aren't going to be any magic you know uh, teleportation buttons. So yeah. yeah, if you sign on to be some part of somebody's crew, you're gonna be part of somebody's crew, I guess.
1: Immersion is a twin-edged sword. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, Hull C. Um, this is, uh, this is the exciting one. This is, this is the one that separates the big ships from the little ships, if you know what I mean. Every the time, bridge, if you
0: will, every time somebody hmm? says whole I think of whole from
1: Halo. There you go. I don't know if anybody else thought that, but just, you know, I did just now when you said it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going to be the basis for a small business. This this is coming from some of the color text. Um it is going it is the workhorse of a mega corporation or anything in between. More a platform than a ship and this is something that uh, I've heard discussed a lot. I mean that these are less ships than they are uh platforms for building things. Yeah, you know, I hear for... I hear pocket carrier thrown around a lot. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um uh, the C can be outfitted for traditional freight, armored combat transport, or even a highly defended discrete platform. So, which I, I know Mr. Jimmy is ex- excited about, or the, interested anyway. Yeah, I'm interested. Uh, yeah. Um, it, res- it retains some of the speed and maneuverability of the A and the B while carrying the onboard luxuries of the D and the E, such as full cab sleeping quarters and medical interface. So... um I think it's um I think that a couple of the guys uh in our org have were seriously considering getting one of those uh, myself included in that and um uh so I th- I think it's 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 potentially going to be a very useful ship for the group to have for any number of reasons I mean I perhaps not the C but some of the larger ones the D and the E uh I've heard uh, uh mobile uh, space station, you know, uh, kind of described, you know, where you're able to uh, create a basically a movable city in space. So it'll
2: be, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, obviously the sea is the bridge between the smaller and the bigger ships. Um, there's a ton of modularity on it. Um, you know, they, they've talked about the whole sea discrete which we touched on earlier. Um, so uh, yeah, it, it's, it, I think it's, it's a great, kind of best of both worlds type of ship, it's supposed to have a little bit more speed and a little bit more maneuverability than the d and the e um and uh and also still kind of have a, a relative cargo capacity to those larger ships so yeah, it's definitely the one that everyone is the most interested in for sure hmm.
0: see they keep talking about outfitting it with all this different stuff um but the big thing for me is you have to like. You have to EVA to get to each of the modules that you put in. Isn't that
2: yeah, mm-hmm. true? Uh, yeah, I don't think there's any way. Like, if you put a gun, uh, I, yeah, see, I have no idea how they're going to do that. Like, when they're talking about outfitting, uh, you know, gun platforms on there, how are you going to be able to get to those? You're probably going to have to EVA because yeah. there's no, the spindles are not long or not wide enough. The actual arm portions are not wide enough to have to be able to walk through. And it's also a cargo container. So while you'll be able to probably get something that allows access and you're able to get into a turret, you're, yeah, you're probably going to have to EVA out. Yeah,
0: so, I mean, it sounds great that you can put all these different modules in and put your your Hornets in or whatever, Merlins. Um, but that the big downside is you're just going to have to EVA out to all those. And in a lot of
2: situations, that probably isn't going to be No, it won't be practical. Absolutely not. But I will say that that does open up a whole other business. And that is, you know, when you start the game, you know, and you're in your hangar in a certain location, six months from now, a year from now, you might settle into a completely different sector of the universe. What are you going to do with all eight of your ships in your hangar, all four of your ships in your hangar, or all two of your ships in your hangar? you know, you're not going to want to go back and forth, back and forth, especially if you're on the other side of the galaxy. So you're going to want to hire a hauler, and you're going to want to go ahead and put that ship into one of those fancy uh, ship crates to move all of your ships from one sector to the next. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, they talked about having to break down the Hornet,
0: but then they also showed it in one of those ship crates, like yeah. all put together. It looked like. Well, I, I,
1: I think that um, sort of. Um, um, Because you had supposed last week, Jimmy, that the uh, center spine um, might be big enough to have a crew walk through it. And, um, Mm -hmm. again, Mr. Unnamed Guy asked about that. And what CIG said is, yes, that they are still working out the details, but it should be large enough to walk through on the D and the E and large enough to crawl through, similar to a Jeffrey's tube, um, on the C. (laughs) So... Yes. And, but, but the, another thing that I've heard discussed is that, you know, we're thinking of these things as, as, um, uh, these crates as all being of a single size, um, and that being, them being stacked on top of each other. But I, I, I believe that I've heard people discuss them actually having, um, one large crate sort of taking the place of like a, you know, a nine by nine block of crates. Yeah. That makes sense. So it could be that you will be able to have access to a mega crate through the Jeffries tube, um, and then uh be able to uh, uh uh, you know, access, you know, weapons or, you know, turret stations or, or whatever. It seems like they're building this with the idea of it, of uh, supporting everyone's idea for a cool thing to do. Right. Uh, rather than just limiting it to, uh, this is Minecraft and you can just, you know, all the blocks are the same size. Uh,
2: you might also be able to remote access those turrets too. You may be able to put a module on board, um, you know, in the on the bridge that mm-hmm. allows you to ro- remote access the uh, the outer turrets that are on, um on those uh on those crates it's like vr yeah 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 yeah, yeah. okay this is like
0: completely off topic but oh have, good have they talked about <laughs> having like board games or anything so like you, that, you can do I something touched,
2: i think they've touched on that i haven't i i thought i heard that in a wind I, I haven't seen anything that i'm like defini- can de- definitively go yes but I think that they did kind of touch on that for those long hauls or those, um, you know, when you're out exploring that they are going to uh, have have different games that you can play or do while you're just floating around in the verse. So, yeah, uh, I, so. I think that would be great because yeah. um, I, I, I keep thinking about what
0: are what is our security going to be doing when we're on like a big mining operation? Um, You know, they're just going to have to fly around in circles all day. yeah (laughs) so uh if they could do something like if they could play some like a card game or something um i don't know maybe like a a screen uh could come up in their hud uh while they're sitting in their hornet and they could like connect with everybody else and play like hearthstone or something (laughs) (laughs) yeah
2: now that would be that would be pretty cool i would imagine that they'll have something uh something like that um to kill the time uh during
1: the slower parts of the uh mission, I yeah. guess. Cool. All right, guys, let's let's talk about the D and the E, shall we? hmm The big boys. Oh. Yes, indeedy. Um the big they, D, D. The big D, yes. Um, A major leap from the standard Hull-C platform. The Hull-D is a capable spacecraft used galaxy-wide for shipping everything from terraforming equipment. See, you're not going to be able to put terraforming equipment into the same size box that you put a Super Hornet into. It just isn't going to work. Right. To anti-matter torpedoes. Yum. Uh, True bulk freighter, the MISC Hull-D is your first solution for dealing with large size or quantity stocks. Featuring full crew facilities for five and four fixed turret positions. The hull D is anything but a sitting duck. Well, they they had said specifically,
2: too, that you could actually fly the D and the E by yourself. That the other mm -hmm. positions are
1: turret positions. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I think all of the ships are flyable by a single person. Yeah. So, which means that you'll be able to also um, uh, NPC, hire NPCs to man the turret positions, too. Right, right. Uh I was uh, I think it was on uh Tales of Citizens which came out today. They were talking about some of the, the pictures of the uh the whole series. Um and there's that one shot that they show that it coming on straight on towards you, and they said it made it look like the big X marks the spot on pirate maps. <laughs> yeah, very true. Which they which they said is probably what's going to happen to a lot of these ships <laughs> is well, they're going to they're going to attract some attention.
2: Well, and they say I forget if it's in the D or in the E, but they say point blank that like the D and the E are really not meant for for lack of a better word, null sex space travel. Right. Um, that they're really just too easy a target f- um, for uh, pirates. So I think what you'll end up seeing is you'll end up seeing. Uh, uh, more A's, more B's, more C's, especially the C discrete. I would imagine, uh, floating around in the more dangerous parts of the universe, or your uh, freelancers and your constellations, um, you know, and even even your auroras, you know, things that have a smaller signature that are able to kind of dart in and dart out and, and, you know, keep a low profile.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: I just imagine somebody taking their whole E
0: out for the first time in the PU. Uh, Just solo
2: <laughs> fully laden and just yeah. getting just getting straight up attacked oh, by like a man. horde of angry pirates that'd be so horrible
0: what if what <laughs> if it was your only ship it's you're like, just, it's like you're one just of the biggest there, sh- you're just sitting there watching
2: them pull the cargo off the ship
0: yeah and waiting for the LTI i mean uh, insurance claim on that thing probably probably takes like a month to build one
2: you're like, guys! I took out a loan on my <laughs> hangar to get this cargo run.
1: <laughs> oh man. Yep. All right. The E um, from the flavor text. They said we shot star robbery. So they shot a film on a retired hull E that the studio purchased for I guess a hollow is is a type of movie that they do sure some sort of entertainment okay and uh the worst part was that a 300 meter long spaceship looks like a city on camera spacious interiors engines you have to walk a quarter mile to reach we actually ended up renting a hull C for a bunch of the second unit stuff so anyway my 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 point or my reason for picking out that little snippet of text is that it is going to be a platform that you're able to do stuff like this on. Now, you wouldn't be able to necessarily do that on a giant cluster of, you know, uh, boxes, you know, if you didn't, if you weren't able to, you know, create open spaces to be able to do things. So I think it's, it's going to be a very, um, a very, it's more like a floating city than a, than a hauler. Is yeah. what it sounds like.
2: Well, and it's not gonna be very maneuverable. Um, you no. know, it's it's just it, it is literally gonna like but the thing is the payoff is gonna be huge. I would imagine that flying that ship, with the exception of, you know, pirates or 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 you know, asteroid fields or, or obstacles, but the general flying of that ship's gonna be pretty boring, but the reward is gonna be
1: astronomical. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think it's um it's Going to, but, and, you know, but the risk too, because like, like you said, it's a, it's a giant floating X marks the spot. Imagine trying to take that through an asteroid field. I I guess you just, you just, you know, hope for the best. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just go, please, 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 please. Well, um, I think that it's safe to say that the, uh, the concept sale has worked. Um, last week, uh, they raised um, the well let's give us some context the week before the concept sale started they sales were or crowdfunding uh, funds raised were three hundred eighteen thousand uh, the first week uh, since it went on sale um, eight hundred and seventy five thousand and then this last week over a million a million nice uh, sixty one thousand so Excellent. Uh, we've we've gone from uh, I believe less than uh, did, did we go through 80 million at this point? Or, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 of, we're past 80 yeah. million. So we're, we're at, we're at 80, five thirty one four hundred as of right now. So, nice,
2: nice. All right, so let's, let's just cut to the chase. Let's talk about what everybody is waiting for us to talk about, which is I did not get a whole ship, uh, a whole series ship. I have decided that I'm going to wait, see how I feel about them when they go live, and see if maybe I want to use a C. I'm more of a fan of smaller more more high-end cargo type of run. But nobody cares about what I did. <laughs> Everybody cares about Gleep. What yes. did you do? What did you do?
1: <sighs> I melted everything except my Avenger and bought the Hullapalooza. Oh, oh, oh man.
0: man. I did not expect that. Oh, <laughs> oh Well,
1: that's, that's because you're smart because I didn't do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dang. So what did there? So there? So what did you do for real? <laughs> uh, um I what I did for real is I fo- <laughs> I followed the turd. <laughs> oh, okay. You just got picked up an A? I picked up an A and I'm gonna put it in the org hanger. Oh nice, okay. Yeah, yeah. So um that's that's all I mean I I actually did have my redeemer on the chopping block and I could not I could not click I had my password typed in and everything. Oh, and man. Wow. I couldn't do it. <laughs> nice, John. What that, about you? That would have been the first one too. So, I oh, that's why.
2: brutal. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that there wasn't an apocalyptic melt fest in your hangar. No, there wasn't. There wasn't. What about you, John?
0: I had forty five dollars on credit. Um, so I got a whole B. Nice. Got a boy. All right. Yeah. So I figure it'll be a good starting point for me in the verse um i, I think the orion is going to be pretty daunting and it's going to take a while for me to figure out like all of the systems and stuff yeah, yeah um and so i think you know just starting off in the pu it'll be good just with the whole b um do some some uh cargo running Mm-hmm. On a smaller scale, nice. Um, so yeah, you know, maybe I, I really want to see, but I think it'll be good to just start off with a B, and then later maybe get a C. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I don't know. I I think it's exciting just having the small cargo, uh, cargo ship. I think it'll be pretty fun to to just do those smaller runs to start out with. Yeah, it's absolutely. not really
1: that small I mean it's no it's, it's good... not
0: I mean yeah. it's small compared to the c which isn't even the biggest one but um I, yeah the B holds more than the Taurus did um mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a lot and it's it's pretty awesome for the price um so I only had to pay 45 bucks for it so I mean <laughs> technically I paid the full price but not all at one shot so it feels better
1: (laughs) (laughs) well cool that's very cool and i know um i listened to uh star citizens archives um uh yesterday and uh i believe that fable junkyard got a d if i'm not mistaken Yeah. yeah yeah that's right yeah so uh, and I know that uh, Hardpoint was on the fence. He was not. He want. He was uh, lamenting that he had failed to pull the trigger on the band new merchantman re- and had regretted it ever since. And right. so, um, it's quite possible that he uh, picked one up as well. So I'm, I'm guessing that uh, we we got a few in in the org.
2: Yeah. No, we, we've got definitely a small small cadre of uh, of uh, cargo haulers now.
1: Yeah, I mm-hmm. think. Uh,
0: Angry bus driver got the whole palooza?
1: Did he really? Oh my god. Somebody wow. did. I think it was him. Oh, oh. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow, holy wow, Batman. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No oh man,
0: did
2: you guys see the image of the whole E uh collapsed? Oh, the, um, the side-by-side, uh, the whole E next to like the whole A or something? I thought like it was on Twitter well, somewhere. Well, there was
0: an image of the whole A with just a little dude standing next to it. Or the whole E with a guy standing next to it. It's really impressive. All right, it's so it's, it's, it's all collapsed. It's like sitting on the ground on right. inside like some kind of crater, which in itself looks kind of cool. But um, yeah, somebody posted it on the forum's... I can't remember which thread it was, but
1: yeah, that thing is just ridiculously huge.
2: Nice, we'll have yeah. to check it out.
1: It's massive. Um. Okay, so I I think it's been a it's been a hull of a ride, <laughs> 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 but uh, I think we're ready to uh, call the hull extravaganza complete. Yes, okay. absolutely. I think they did
2: um just in, in summation, I think they did a great job with doing the um the daily uh posts on each individual ship and it sounds like they're going to be doing that going forward with every ship release they're going to have it, its own kind of dedicated uh detailed page on on at a and a as well um on the ship. So it'll be interesting to see with
1: what they've got coming up uh next. So Mhm. Uh yes, I well I think uh, we're going to get some more uh, information on the Starfarer this, yeah, this coming this coming week this coming week and, and, and they're going to put it back on sale so that's uh, that's very exciting. Spe- speaking of uh, misc ships, that's right. Um, <clears throat> was it uh, Mac Virus
2: John that pointed uh, pointed you to this today? Yeah, yeah. Um, ben had posted today um, as of this recording Monday that uh, there's also going to be aside from the Starfarer they're going to have some goodies a uh, little a little extra fun thing that the designers have been uh, created uh for the backers so it'll be interesting to see what that is too maybe a little bit of hanger flare or something
1: yeah it was it was an interesting post he put up there um uh, he's got you know the sort of the day-by-day breakdown of what's uh what we can expect coming up and then you know some of the uh the uh fan uh created content that's yeah. available to folks and uh i um uh, i noticed there was something missing well ah, ah, sorry doesn't matter no. <laughs> next time next time yeah. Next time, okay. Um, so, uh, just real quickly, because I know we're running long. <laughs> like that's never yeah, happened. Yeah, like before. that's never happened. Um, the April monthly report. I just wanted to. God, it was long. Uh, but, but fortunately, uh, very near the top, there was a an, an article out of Santa Monica or a paragraph out of Santa Monica where they were talking about swarm mode, which I think is there. So there, they. I think we've mentioned before that we're going to have pirate mode. And then we already have, of course, have vandal swarm mode. We're going to have pirate swarm mode. They're just going to combine it and turn it into swarm mode. And right. basically, it's going to be a very, a highly configurable um, uh, way for you to. Train in the game, so you'll be able to set up scenarios that you want to play. Say, if you want to play one on one against another Super Hornet um, of a certain skill level, you can do that. If you want to, if you want to try to go up against three Super Hornets, you know, but perhaps a lower skill level, you can do that too. So, anyway, very excited about that because I think you know, Vandal Swarm as it is now is a lot of fun, but you know, it it sort of seems like um, uh, you're kind of stuck with the same thing over and over again. Yeah, I
0: hope they add some more depth to it because one of my favorite games is um call of duty zombies um and the thing that really hooks me on that is the fact that you have to earn money and you can use that money to buy different weapons and upgrade them and to also open different areas of the map um so if they added some kind of thing like that to swarm Mm -hmm. um I, I would really like that. I think that'd be cool. I mean, the other difference in uh, Call of Duty Zombies is it's endless, um, which is what a lot of Horde-type modes do. Um, right, right. Obviously, uh, Vandal Swarm is more of a crafted experience, so it only goes to round 18, and each round has a specific uh, bosses. Mm-hmm. Um, So, I mean, I would like it to – I'd like to see maybe a configuration for you to set up a longer game, like an hour long or something. Well, I guess um, one of our matches
1: went like 50 minutes the other day, but – yeah. Yeah, no. I just more options, more better. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
2: And you know, I mean, the, the monthly report is awesome, but it when you have a busy week like we just did with the whole series, and case in point, the show's running long because of it. There's so much content that it can be difficult to get to. So I think the long and the short of it is, we'll put a link in the show notes. Go check it out.
1: Well, you know, it's on the <laughs> it's on it's on the com link. Right. Everything, every everything we talk about is pretty much is on the com link. So go absolutely go there. Go there. Um. And uh, speaking of uh, content, uh, Jimmy, did you uh, have some stuff you wanted to go through about around the verse and reverse the verse?
2: Yeah, I'll um, I'll tear through this stuff. If there's anything that anybody wants to talk about specifically, just stop me. But um, this week for around the verse, if you didn't have a chance to check it out, uh, they had an adorable Hitchhiker's Guide type intro. It was a cartoon. Um, I believe Disco Lando put it together, and basically, it was what, very cool. Yeah, yeah. What I got of that out of that was um, consoles are lame. Publishers are lame. <laughs> uh, yeah, consoles are lame. Publishers are lame. Uh, the Xian uh, and, Ban- and the Banu, uh, or the Gian and the Banu in Victorian garb, are amazing. And Star Citizen is the future of mankind.
1: Yep, there you go. Uh,
2: so Spectrum Report. Uh, you had uh, Darian and Travis. Uh, they're working on decreased load times, which
1: I believe Gleep you maybe have seen in uh, the PTU. Um, you know what? I've only tried to do the tutorial in the PTU, but as far as loading up the, the game just to get into my hangar, no, it's been pretty much the same for me.
2: Interesting. Well, the, supposedly you're going to see decreased load times once the new patch goes live. Um, and then beyond that, they're working on improvements for the NPC wingmen, which I thought was really cool. Eventually, their plan is to allow for you to give them commands, so the uh, which is great. I'm really excited about that possibility. So you can have them fly in formation You'll probably be able to have them pick targets. Uh, and then they're also still measuring out um, all of the uh, cargo spaces for all of the ships. Cool. You had uh, Dave and uh, Chad at Ilfonic. They talked about breathing. Um, uh, they're basing the breathing manager, management system off of what's already an arena commander. So, you know, when we black out or red out, uh, they're taking that system and expanding and have been expanding on it um, and making it more detailed. So um I'm really curious as to see and I think we're going to start to see some of that in the next patch too um in our hangers the the breathing mechanics so that'll be cool. Mm-hmm. And then uh Jake and Evan in Austin uh Evan's working on updating and rearranging the star map which I thought was really cool. Um I guess there was a leaked star map, right? Yes. Okay. So when once that was leaked they decided to um Kind of redo it, fine tune it, and then from what I understand, a lot of the systems are not going to be in the map, or I don't know how they're going to put them in the map, but they're not going to be um, they're not going to be there initially because they want pioneers to discover them. Right. So that'll be cool. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Squadron Forty Two, Michael, 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 <laughs> the Space Viking. I think that's that's what I'm going to start calling him. He's a lunatic in the best possible way. I need more Michael on my Squadron 42 at all times.
1: <laughs>
2: I don't want to talk about what they talked about. Don't care. Michael the Space Viking, you are my hero. He's,
1: he's, he's a wild one.
2: Yes. And then um, you had Dan and Ben. Uh, they were talking about the uh, hulls. Ben was talking about how he kind of came up with the initial concept um, through one of the uh, Jump Point stories. Uh, they put it to vote uh, for the community. Once they kind of settled on a, a design concept, Dan and his team uh, ran with it from there. They also talked about, and we touched on this earlier, all the confusion with with uh, with cargo. And the thing is, it's not even it's not necessarily even just us. Apparently, there were some issues across all the departments where no one really knew how to measure stuff out. And mm-hmm. so it's been a big challenge for them to kind of get all the different teams and all the different departments together on the same type of measurement system. And I think that that's been. Uh, a big focus in the last like month or so, especially with cargo going live. So that Mm -hmm. was an, that was an interesting brief talk. Um, James talked a little bit with uh, John Schimmel. Uh, He's the head of linear linear concept uh, or content, excuse me. Uh, He just came back from the UK and uh, he had talked about Chris really enjoying the shoot. Uh, But what I thought was really important or really interesting in this particular segment was they did a sneak peek of, fast entry and exit from uh from your fighter I don't know if you guys saw that or not uh no I did not well they're talking it, it's all performance capture and so one of the things that I caught this week was they had been talking about that they're going to have different ways for you to get in and out of your ship based on a situation like you know right now we've got that standard animation where you know you kind of take your time climbing into your ship and you set up all of your systems and oh, then you're that ready to go me well, they're doing faster versions of that. They're doing a standard exit and then, you know, in and out of the ship. Uh, then they're doing a panicked one. Uh, and then they mentioned two or three other ones. So I- I'm not sure how it's going to play out. I- I'm assuming it's going to be built into the AI and situationally aware. But I love that they're going to allow for you to enter and exit your ship in a different way. So, yeah, you know, if you need to get into your ship fast, that animation is a pain. Yeah, and maybe um, it'll link in with the stamina system too. Yeah, yeah, that that could be cool if they
1: did that as well. Or in and, and the uh, the liquor cabinet system.
2: Ah, yes, definitely <laughs> the liquor cabinet system. Got to have it uh, faster. <laughs> so, uh Lisa O'Hanahan's got a brand new uh a brand new segment uh called uh, ship shape and mm-hmm. uh Lisa's going to be talking every week about uh a different ship or different ships or what's in the pipeline. Uh this week they talked about the uh Merlin the p-52 which do you guys see the uh sneak peek of the picture the yes sneak peek?
1: yes oh my god
2: oh that ship looks so much better it's no longer a one-eyed one-horned flying purple peep leader
1: <laughs> <laughs> no no it looks like a, it looks like a letter opener now
2: it looks like a jaguar
1: <laughs> yeah it does. it
2: does i uh I, I was very excited with that i'm looking forward to seeing that fleshed out and this coming week for around the verse she's going to be talking about the Constellation. So I'm really excited to see a little teaser, a little sneak peek about, you know, what they've been doing with that ship. Cool. And then, um, you know, of course, we had the sneak peek, which was basically the bathroom module, um, which is clearly modeled after, you know, your your camper or your RV. And then uh, the only other thing that I caught in uh, Around the Verse was Ben drinking energy drinks. Ben, stop drinking energy drinks. They're really,
1: really bad for you. Really bad for you. Oh, I say that because I, I care. Yes, yes. But we Ben, we want you to be in the PU for a long time. <laughs> and then, um, you know, did have they just started posting
2: reverse the verse, like to uh, to watch afterwards? I if they had, if they yes, hadn't, yes. okay, because I've never watched reverse the verse because it's always live stream, right?
1: Well, you used to be able to get replays on Twitch. Okay. Um But uh, they haven't been linking it until recently, as far as I know, been linking it on uh, uh, RSI.
2: Right. Um, yeah, this was the first time that I actually got to watch one, which was great. Um, a lot of people, uh, people coming and going, very chaotic, um, but a lot of fun and a lot of insight. Um, I'm just going to go through these as bullet points because there's a fair number of them. Uh, but... One thing that was interesting was they mentioned that the Hull Series is basically a one-note ship, uh, whereas the Freelancer, uh, these are questions people had asked uh, during the live stream, but that the Freelancer has more possibilities, and I think this touches back on what we had discussed earlier, whereas, you know, the Hull Series is going to be your dedicated freight hauler, uh, and it'll be modular, and you'll be able to to make it a pocket carrier or make it a gunship. But your Freelancers, your Constellations, those are going to be the ships that you're going to be able to really, um, you know, switch out mods and turn into an exploration ship um, or, uh, you know, uh, use in a support, in a combat support role. Uh, they talked a little bit about the uh, the discrete model, uh, the smuggling, the Hull sea discrete, which they're saying, according to Reverse the Verse, you're only going to be able to get, they're not going to release it as a variant that you're only going to be able to get the whole C, and then when the game goes live in the Persistent Universe, you'll be able to take it to somebody and mod it and turn it into the
1: discrete.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh Bug Smashers is moving to its own show on Wednesday, thank God. <laughs> so you won't have to watch it. Look, I like that dude. He's cool, he's funny, yeah. but I just like, oh, my head just explodes when <laughs> Bug Smashers comes on. Next design doc is uh, TBD, and it's going to be in relation to the ship preview, which I have think we both, or I think we all agree, is going to be the Starfarer. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see. We talked a little bit earlier about Calyx's team and what they're working on. Uh, They're working also on uh, some basic jump points, and they're working on trying to flesh out Pioneer uh, and how that's going to work in regards to scanning systems and basically fleshing out different aspects of exploration. Mm -hmm. And uh, Matt Sherman and his team uh, were working more on uh, physical damage, uh, and they were talking a little bit about how the change to physical damage has really just affected every single aspect of uh, of every ship in every possible way. So it's kind of like opening Pandora's box, and they're just, you know, chomping away at it.
1: Chris Chris said I have a vision and um now I'm going to go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm
2: going to go I'm going to go over to Europe and shoot a movie so I'm going to leave you guys to sort that out. Yeah, they, uh for next week, uh look for a uh controller balancing round table discussion. Ray. Uh yes, so for people that are uh curious or concerned about uh joystick balance, they're going to have a round table on that. Uh, there will be no golf in the PU. Stop asking. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Lisa jumped in. Uh, she talked a little bit about um, gray boxing and white boxing of different ships. Uh, Chris, uh, John and Chris were working on the Connie, and she was trying to collect assets for the sneak peek for next week. The Reliant is coming along, uh, The uh, as well as Vanguard Variants. The P-57 Archimedes is still very TBD. It is not being worked on alongside the Merlin. Uh, The Merlin will be hangar-ready soon, TM. (laughs) Uh, And uh, no info on Avenger variants at this point in time. No! Yep, sorry. Is Uh, the Archimedes the, the vehicle thing, the
0: car thing? Or... No no, the
2: uh, Archimedes is the fighter that goes along with the Phoenix. What's the Phoenix? Oh. The constellation Phoenix. The the, constellation uh, Phoenix. Yeah, the luxury variant.
0: I remember that one. Okay. Mm. <laughs> What's the name of the vehicle that's in the
2: what is it, the Aquila, Aquila? It's like a Yeah, it's like a weird little rover. It's a Prius. It doesn't have It's a it's a, <laughs> it's a Prius. Perfect. Uh um they there was a question asked will the merlin be sold as a standalone ship they're playing with that idea but it's still tbd um they are also talking about small salvage ships small mining ships also tbd um second fleet dog tags are shipping and then the big news travis popped in and the question that was asked asked was and this is i was very excited about this Well, two things. They said, will weapons be customizable at launch? And he said no. And the other question was, what weapons will be in-game? Well, he listed laser pistols, combustion pistols, electric shotguns, submachine guns, uh, laser assault rifles, burst cannons, sniper rifle, uh, claymores, grenades, gadgets like deployable barricades, um, uh, electronic uh, claymores, uh, holograms of you, so you can give when people uh, are rounding a corner, they'll see what they think is you, and and they won't notice it's a hologram until they get closer. Uh, med kits will also be in, and the crossbow is still TBD. Awesome. Mm. And finally, no female characters for first person at launch, but they're being worked on. Listen, CIG, I'm talking to you. If you want more women in the game, we need a female avatar. Let's make that happen.
1: You heard it here first. Or Or (laughs) (laughs) fourteenth,
2: And that is Uh, all the news from around the verse and reverse the verse. You
1: are the man. Golf clap. I need a drink of water. (laughs) Way to go. All right. Well, so um what do we got coming up guys uh, in official news? We have uh, this coming Friday, according to Ben's post, we're going to have a Starfare update and sale. So we're all looking forward to that, hoping to see uh maybe a design doc about how the um the uh fuel. harvesting, the 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 fuel harvesting and fuel processing uh, mechanic is going to work, the fuel delivery mechanic that is going to be... work. Awesome.
2: Yeah, that'll be cool. I'm I'm really curious. Like, what's weird is like they talk about refueling from uh gas giant planets too. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. So
2: yes. I'm wondering if the Starfarer is going to be the ship that actually processes that, like brings that in, processes it and turns it into fuel.
1: It's well, I think like the Orion is supposed to have some limited refining possibilities on board, but um that it's not going to be it's not a floating refinery. Right, right, right. Yeah.
2: So, any um, any interest from you guys on the Starfarer?
1: Oh, man, I I can't go through <laughs> you another <can't>. week like <laughs> Like, I, I can't, can't do
2: this every week. I
0: cannot
1: do this. No, <laughs> no.
0: I'm interested in definitely. I'm always excited to see new ships. Um, yeah,
2: and there's always a, there's always a little insight into the game mechanics too when they do that, which is great. Yeah, I, yeah. I love seeing new ships, but this
0: one uh, doesn't really interest me to own, at least.
1: Well, I, I, I think it'll be a useful ship for the, uh, for the org. And oh, I believe yeah. that we have, we have three or four in the, the org already. So. Yep.
2: Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah.
1: I think it's a, a, a good, uh, good thing. So, but anyway, I'm, I'm looking forward to the design document. Just yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then I'm guessing, uh, that we will probably have a patch 1.1.2 for real out in the, on the live servers. Uh, coming up pretty quick. We're looking forward to that. Yeah, uh, I'm, uh, I'm waiting for the, the uh, tutorial. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm really looking forward to that, too. I so I, I played part of it.
0: Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah, I watched on, a on. video just to see what it looked like, and mm-hmm. I saw that there was, like, scripting and ships flying around yeah. and uh, people talking, and um,
1: I, I just shut it off because I want to experience it for myself. <laughs> I
2: did the same thing.
1: <laughs> yep. Well um I know that one of the um I believe it was the guys in in the UK at uh, Foundry 42 had said that when it comes out be sure to do exactly what the NPC tells you um and I I've, I've learned that that is true because I keep screwing up. <laughs> and so um I'm looking forward to uh to finishing that and um seeing it in the actual um uh on the live servers not just in the playtest universe. Well
2: I'm I'm most excited for the fact that um this is the first time in the in the in the game period that we're going to see a seamless load from a hangar to space flight. Like that yep. I think that's really cool and I'm excited to see what that transition is like like correct me if I'm wrong Glee, because you've actually had gone through the tutorial and I haven't but does this feel like a, a really cool sneak peek or a really cool insight into what the potential of the game is?
1: Yes. Yes. Um, um, at least the, the exiting out of the hangar, um, which, um, for me mostly, uh, involves bouncing off of the hangar walls before finding, <laughs> finding the hole in the roof. <laughs> nice. But, but it's, yeah, no, it's, it's very, um, cool. It, it feels more like, uh, an environment than it does a simulator. So, Yeah, that's really what makes me, gets me excited about it.
0: And Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think, I think all three of us pretty much know how to play the game, at least bare bones, you know, how to control your ship and stuff, Mm -hmm. um, which I'm assuming is what it's going to tell you. So I don't think any of us particularly need the tutorial, but it's just exciting to see, you know, some scripting and uh, voice acting, and it's just mm-hmm. going to be an awesome glimpse into like Squadron Forty Two. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: And there, there's other stuff there that we haven't experienced yet, like drones. There are drones in it, so. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Um, yeah. So, anyway, um, and then of course we're expecting Star Marine sometime soon, and then beyond that, the social module. So lots of fun stuff on the horizon. Uh, I, we've been I expecting want, that I, for a while. I
2: want beards. I know, <laughs> and I want ladies in the social
1: module CIG. You want bearded ladies in the social module? No, no, no. Awesome. Beards <laughs> and ladies. Jimmy wants a carnival.
2: Well, for my uh, for my 40th birthday, my wife actually hired a freak show and my birthday party, we had a freak show and it was amazing. Did you have a bearded yeah. lady? We didn't have a bearded lady, um, but we did have uh, a puppet show, which... When the guy showed up, I'll make this real brief. The guy showed up and it was like, Oh, we have a puppet show segment of the freak show. And we were like, That's either going to be really stupid or the greatest thing we've ever seen. Turned out to be the greatest thing we've ever seen because the, the puppeteer, all of the marionettes were all classic freaks bearded, the, the fat lady, the tattooed man, the Zulu warrior. And so it was like this, almost like this really cool history lesson on turn of the century freaks. Wow. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it was a great, great. It was a good hour long thing with like actual freaks and you know great gross out stuff, and then the marionettes, and it was just awesome. My wife's amazing.
1: Happy birthday, Jimmy! Yeah, no. Happy unbirthday! <laughs> Happy unbirthday! <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, support Engine. They power our website. Wait, Go to Engine.com. Is over. This part is. Aww engine.com for all your site hosting needs <laughs> support ronald Jenkins. please check him out at www.ronaldjenkiescom i'm gleep you can tweet me at house gleep or you can email me at gleep at versecast.org
2: i am jimmy croker you can find me on twitter at jimmy croker uh in game i am ajax wilhelm and my handle at star citizen and on versecast.org is Jackson, J A X S U N. And you can email me at uh, jimmy at versecast.org. Seriously, send us emails. We want to hear from you.
0: Yay. You Yay. can find me on Twitter and Steam and RSI and Elite Dangerous and Battlenet and everywhere else as the only Johnto. Uh, you can email me at John at versecast.org. You can find the show at comms at versecast.org, you guys should send us an email because we get sad when we don't get emails.
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> if you
0: guys want us to talk about something in particular on the show, just get, just shoot us an email. We'll talk about it. Or if you have something to share with us, email comms at versecast.org, not .com, .org. Use it. We have a Steam group, which you can find at steamcommunity.com slash groups Versecast. And we have like 72 members in there now. So you should definitely awesome. check us out over there. Uh, you can tweet at us at Versecast. We will follow you back because we're cool like that. And mm-hmm. you should use the hashtag TGWS if you're tweeting about Star Citizen. And all our guys will find it and retweet it and all that stuff. Yep. You should join our organization. Because we are the cool kids. And it's always best to be at the cool table. And we accept everybody. So head over to robertspaceindustries.com slash orgs slash versecast. Doesn't matter what ship you fly, who you are, what you do. We want to have you. <laughs> did, it, did that rhyme it, but yes and that makes it truer I feel like I rhymed that
2: last week too
0: I think you did <laughs> that's like not even intentional
2: we're, we're, we're locking down our intros and outros people
0: that's the, yeah. that's the inner rapper in me coming out <laughs> you use a poet and you didn't even know it <laughs> um, head over to versecast.org where we have forums and 50 slot mumble server People are playing stuff all the time. That's where we group up. Um, that's the place. Uh, head over to iTunes. Give us some reviews. Uh, we would really appreciate it. We got, like, five new reviews this week, which we'll be covering in the next in the community show, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. So I put out the bat signal for the iTunes <laughs> reviews. <laughs> As, you don't like that, man. You, you can't bad. put out a bat signal. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So how will I cry? <laughs> uh, we got we got new reviews because I asked nicely, and I also said I would shun people if they didn't give us a review. So, <laughs> nice um,
2: bribery. It works all the time. Yeah.
0: So thank you guys for the reviews. Um, again, if you haven't reviewed the show, just search Reverse Cast on iTunes. And I realize most people are on PC, but. You can get iTunes on PC, too.
1: So that's a hit. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. All right. Love us, Ben Lesnick. Love us. We just
2: want to feel the love of your
1: bearded greatness. Until next time, then. We are Those Guys With Ships, and this has been the cast. That was awkward. What is
2: love? <laughs>
0: Baby, don't hurt don't me, don't hurt
1: me, don't,
2: don't hurt, hurt me, me. No, no more. more. <laughs>